Welcome back, everyone. Today, we are going to jump right into it like we always do. And we are going to talk about something that has been a personal struggle to me for a lot of years. And um, it's going to continue being a struggle because it's something that the majority of us don't really know how to use and control and um, yeah, um, and put into our lives in an effective way. And that is making decisions. Um, now, personally, I've struggled with decisions, uh, making decision or decision making for a very long time. Um, and I know I'm going to keep struggling with it just because of my personality. Um, and we'll go into the reasons of why personality um, does impact um, people in you know certain ways and how you know one personality can be great at decision making while you know <laughs> some aren't but just to just to start off um, there are some things in life that if um, if you have a certain personality no matter how much you do self-development or self-growth there are some things that you're just going to be mediocre at practically for the rest of your life and for me one of those things is decision making um i I, i've they say practice makes perfect but i i've been practicing (laughs) for for many 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 years and um my decision making skills um have still have still eased that mediocre and haven't surpassed that not to say that my decisions are bad or that they aren't good for me or that they are negative in any way it is just that um the process of decision making is long um and it takes me um longer (laughs) than normal than average to go through that process um, and to choose something because at the end of the day what is decision making to me and it could be different to you but decision making to me is the process of choosing things in your life of making decisions um, you know and it's a process of me looking at what I'm deciding on whether it's an issue or whether it's a concept or a perspective of looking at it um, looking at the alternatives looking at my perspective, other perspectives, um, and making a decision or a choice in following through. <laughs> so, um, and decision making looks a lot to different people. Um, so from one person to the next, it can vary. If we were to define it, which we could right now, let us search this up just to kind of give you guys a basis but um, decision making is a noun of course and it is the action or process of making decisions especially important ones Um, and right now when I'm looking through I can see what are the seven steps of decision making what are the five steps what are the three steps and so as you can see um, people do it differently right so this is an example where it says, um, look at the problem, um, like look at the decision that you have to, you know, something that you have to decide on, um, gather information, look at the alternatives, weigh everything all together, choose one of them and take action, which I said, follow through, um, and following through means taking action and reviewing. So 
it looks different um, for everyone. But moving on, um, most people will get stuck not identifying what they have to decide on and not at gathering information. The majority of people will be stuck on identifying alternatives, right? Weighing the pros and cons, choosing, and taking action. And it varies. Uh, For example, in my case, I find too many alternatives. You know, some people can't, um, they can't recognize more than one or two alternatives. Uh, Maybe they're not, um, their openness isn't as high. I'm more conscientious. I'm more open. um, And I'm an introvert, so I'm more intuitive. And so, you know, with all those recipes and you mix them up, I'm the type of person who can come up with a limitless amount of alternatives it's very detailed um and so it's not that i can't find the alternatives that there's too many and that's the first um well it's the third step of decision making but it's the first step that i get stuck on in the process because i can find the issue that i have to make a decision on um and i can gather information and i find too many alternatives and i, and I don't know what to choose And so I get stuck for a very long time on these because the next step is to weigh the pros and cons. And if I find, if, you know, a normal person's finding two, three alternatives, I'm finding, you know, 10, 15. And, you know, I still have to weigh the pros and cons of each one. And so that's what I said before. The problem wasn't, the problem with decision making in general, um, the problem that we're discussing today isn't about making good or bad decisions. Um, we in this podcast are trying to move beyond the extremities. Um, we're trying to move beyond uh, black and white, beyond the extremes, beyond the endpoints and the outliers. And we're really trying to find a balance or something in the middle, and we're trying to focus on it and analyze it. And so right now with decision-making, we're not looking at bad or good because those are the end points, those are the outliers. We're really trying to look at the concept itself. We're trying to see how different people um, interact with decision-making. Um, and we're using me as an example. I'm a guinea pig. And um, in this case, hopefully as this example, we can kind of see where you guys are at and where you guys may struggle. Um, And so going back to me, um, I find too many alternatives. And the fourth step is um, writing the pros and cons or thinking about the pros and cons. And because I have too many alternatives, it takes me too long to think about alternatives because the fifth step (laughs) is choosing, um, choosing one of those you know, and so um, that's where I get stuck, and I get stuck furthermore because I'm so open that even after I choose one of these, I take another couple days, sometimes weeks, to doubt myself and say, you know, because the sixth step is to take action, and so Um, I'm like, well, what if I didn't choose the right one? Like, I don't want to take action and risk this if this is not the the best alternative, even though I already did the work, 
even I even though I know this is the best alternative I've talked to people I've done my research and it's just I'm open and doubtful I guess of myself and so I don't take action and I don't take action because I believe that when I put something in my mind I um 100 percent I truly put it in all my effort and I perfect it and I'm worrying about wasting time and working on something that I might not end up liking and so I mean it is uh, it is a lot of BS <laughs> at that point <laughs> um, and so I get, that that's where I get stuck I get stuck right in the middle um, but once it comes to actually taking the action and reviewing um, the decision that I have chosen and its consequences and what I can do next in the future, I'm good. So I get stuck in the middle. Like I said, some people get stuck um, identifying that, they're, that they even have to make a decision, you know. Um, and some people get stuck at the end where they don't learn from their decision making. Um, or some people don't know how to gather um, the correct information, who to talk to, how to make decisions. We find ourselves sometimes um, either messing up this whole process, skipping some parts, um, refusing to accept that we are not good at some of these. Um, Sometimes we don't even recognize that there's a decision-making process, you know, and um, that missing certain parts will lead to um, decisions that will neg- have negative consequences. Um, for me, for a very long time, I didn't recognize that seeing so many alternatives and choices led me to become immobile and stuck. Um, whether this was in my personal life, about my relationships with my friends and families um, or partner, or it was more of a professional uh, decision-making process about, because I'm still in college, about my career or what to get my master's in or which job to accept or which internship to apply to. And so what I'm trying to say is that um, not only do you have to recognize that we have to recognize that there is this process right that really helps we have to no one's perfect and we have to see where we need to grow in it and that where there is a weakness there are there's a reason to why there's a weakness and there's consequences and the consequences for me was immobility and being stuck um and i don't personally see myself growing in that field as much um I believe I would still remain mediocre. Um, I could go to the highest level of being mediocre through a little bit of discipline, um, perhaps limiting myself to only five alternatives or three alternatives and then only three pros and cons um, and seeing which one weighs better. But... um, If you guys are going to take anything from this, it is that the majority of things in our lives 
are not just good and bad. It is not black and white. It is not only the extremes. The majority of concepts and the majority of um, methods and tools and resources that we are um, able to use in our life and how our life should be, the balance in our life is supposed to be weighed perfectly. Um, and so what you can do is review these steps. And like I said, I um, I attribute more and I relate more to the seven steps of decision making. Um, and I and I there's a lot of recommendations out there. And and a part of all of this is to really not just listen and be a sponge. To listen, to allow the information that sounds concrete and that sounds all right with you in and to block the rest out. Um, And so to review the seven steps one more time, um, while I'm saying them, try to think of, is this where you get stuck? Do you even notice these steps? And what can you do in the future to, um, to improve? or to recognize, or to use them in a better way. Um, So step one is to identify the decision that you have to make, right? What is the topic here? Is it about school? Is it about family? Is it about your health? Is it about a person? Step two is to gather relevant information. Who do you need to talk to? Do you need to talk to someone? Do you need an opinion? Do you need to do research if it's about your career? Um, what do you value in this sense? And research and information isn't just about facts and opinions, um, but it's also about a little bit of reality too. You know, really look at yourself. For example, if you're looking into a career, um, I, I'm personally not the type knowing myself to go into accounting or finances, you know? And so you have to be, you have to look at reality, you have to look at the truth. And so when you're gathering all of information, you have to look at yourself, you have to look at society, you have to look um, online, do some research. Um, It doesn't have to be intense, but you also need to make sure that you're not just going to one person and being like, hey, what's your opinion? Oh, I like that one. Yep, definitely going with that one. And it's necessarily not to go to your best friend or to your mom because you know that they're going to agree with you, you know? You kind of, you go to them, sure, but you also go to uh, someone who's going to really tell you the truth no matter how hard it hits. Um, So it's a balance there. Step three is identify the alternatives. So yes, you have a decision to make, right? What are we deciding on? And what are the other options around that decision? And how do they relate, again, to myself and to what everyone has told me? So you can see how all of these build on each other and how one without the other is kind of almost, you know, not, not as effective, you know. Um, you could bypass the gathering information and research and you can just identify the decision and go into finding alternatives. But um, then when you go to step four of finding the pros and cons and weighing the alternatives, 
um, without the information, how will you be able to kind of be like, hey, this is what's good about it, this is what's bad about it. Um, and so that's why it's very important. Step five is choosing an alternative and choosing an option or a choice between the list that you've made. Um, and when you're choosing that, although step six is take action, when you're at step five of choosing an alternative, I would highly recommend that you circle that alternative and write a step-by-step, whether it's a week, a month, or a year, depending on the goal of what action looks like for that choice that you've made. Um, what does effective action look like? You know, um, what I need to get done by this time, this time, and this time. Uh, not too detailed, because life can really get you. And uh, step six, like we said, is take action. Um, with that list that you've made. Step seven, which a lot of people, a lot, a lot of people do not recognize is to review the decision that you've made and the actions that you've taken and the consequences that they've had in your life. And um, that's where we learn, right? That's where you do some personal feedback um, and that's why it's important to not be your best friend, you know. I always say that, you know, with a person, you really have to have two sides of yourself presentable. You have to be able to be the employer and the employee. You have to be able to tell yourself, hey, I um, really want to watch TV or I really want to go out or I really want to, you know, this weekend to be a break. What do I have to do in order to get that? You know, and the other part of you has to be like, well, you have to get this assignment, this assignment, this assignment done. There's this project in the house has been waiting. If you get this done, I won't bother you for the weekend or something. You know, you have discipline. Discipline in simple terms is what you have to do. Discipline yourself. Uh, recognize the responsibilities around you. Because then that's the only way that you'll be able to guide yourself um, through everything. But good luck to you guys, and hopefully um, this is just an intro to decision making. Um, hopefully, the if we ever bring this topic up again, we can kind of talk specific specific examples, and we can go into not just the individual level, but the community and the society level of what decision making looks like all around us in our daily life. Good talk, guys.